Welcome back, guys, to the fifth episode of the Full Court Press Pod. My name is Doe. His name is Michael. And Danny Cooper is joining us right now. He's entered the waiting room. Let's enter him in, okay? What's up, Danny? Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing? Doing great. How you doing? I'm good. Let me try to connect my AirPods one sec. I'm on a call real quick. One sec. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. All right, for some reason. So, not- um, what's going on? Not much. Not much. Been been running around. Uh, sorry if I was a little late, but uh, ah, you're you're good. good. You probably didn't expect us to be here, right? Yeah. No, it's cool. How old are you guys? Yeah, 15. we're both fifteen. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So, what do you guys do? So. We run a sports podcast. We recently started last week. We've had a couple college recruits. We had one like trainer, developer. He found nine four seven sports or something. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Very cool. I'm happy to be here, guys. Yeah. So I guess I'll start. Can you tell us about your background in basketball and how you got into coaching? Yeah. So I mean, I've been playing basketball since my dad built me a half court when I was four years old in my backyard. So been playing ever since and then I started training kids in my area I'd say when I was 16 um was a junior in high school on the varsity team and a lot of the kids were asking for me to work with them and I started with that and then kind of worked my way up and and now I'm here so long story short but yeah wow um Michael you want to start yeah so how'd you first meet Mac McClellan what what were your first impressions of him as a player yeah, so I first met Mac. I interned for a guy named Drew Hanlon, if you guys are familiar. Yeah, a uh, trainer, right? Yep, yep. So I interned for Drew in Philly, and he was holding Mac's pre-draft workouts. So Mac and I kind of instantly connected. Just we were around the same age, had a lot of the same, you know, passions, work ethic, stuff like that. And Drew actually had his sister's wedding, so I got to, like, as an intern, I wasn't the main trainer, right? So I'm rebounding i'm defending i'm getting water like literally anything that drew needed me to do when drew left to go to his sister's wedding it was kind of just me and mac so yeah ironically ball's life showed up the weekend that drew was gone and i was kind of like the main trainer in that video i think it's has a couple hundred thousand views on youtube actually it's pretty cool but uh so mac and i got pretty close through that and then just stayed in touch and been rocking together ever since so it's been almost two years now so yeah yeah. Um, what do you what do you think sets Mac apart from other players like like I mean dunk wise and then like he plays in the G League. So what do you what do you think sets him apart from those other guys, which he's smaller, he's everything, but he's dunking over everyone? Yeah, I mean his whole life, I think he it really his work ethic. He did I don't know if you've seen the workouts that he did in the basement with his dad, but he did like these crazy workouts. He has this jump program now that kind of shows what he did, but that's really where he got all of his athleticism and, and speed and stuff like that. But I mean, he's just, he's fast. He he can jump out the gym. And I think ultimately he has like this determination that not a lot of guys have. Like you hear it a lot because as a small player, you kind of have to have that dog in you, but like Mac has that dog in him where he's not going to back down from a fight and he's going to do whatever it takes to make it. So I think, 
that's really what separates him, his mentality. And obviously he's super talented. But yeah. Michael. Can you walk us through uh Max training and uh what his typical workouts look like? Yeah, so Max is a really creative player, I'm sure if you if you've seen his game. So we actually we were talking a couple years like a year and a half ago probably about Kyrie Irving's workouts. And when Kyrie works out, a lot of what he does is one on two, one on three, and just kind of challenges his creativity and reactions and stuff like that. So a big portion of our workouts is uh, me and my my buddy Nate, who helps me with everything, we kind of just guard Mac one on two and we'll put him in live situations. So we'll do pick and roll stuff. We'll do dribble handoff stuff. We'll do closeouts and pretty much just have Mac try to score on both of us. And then we implement that decision making and, and live play. And I think it's helped him a lot in the sense that we give him a lot of live game reps that he otherwise wouldn't have gotten. And then, of course, working on his shot a lot, just a lot of catch and shoot stuff, a lot of ball screen shots. And I mean, he's shooting 48% from three this year. So yeah, be good. Yeah. Um. So I was like what you just said, a lot of live game stuff. I saw something on Twitter just today, like one of the, one big NFL players. And it was like how all these trainers, they like, they're useless kind of because they don't give us like a lot of these NFL players. They're not getting live in-game situation because in-game sure. where you like, Bottom line is, when you're in game, you make the play. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter what what you've been through. So yeah, I like that. Um, can you? So we were reading like a little bit about you. You went. To, you played Division three college, yes, and sir. now you're trying to get into like you, you. You got out of I think sports management, right? Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. So I've always been a purebred entrepreneur. Um, so to be honest, I just went to college just so I could hoop. Like I. I was always a good student, but I didn't really learn much from school. Um, so started training when I was 16. And and when I went to intern for Drew, I think I was 19. I kind of had one of those moments in college where I was like, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And I realized if I couldn't be playing basketball forever, I want to be as close as possible to it. And I thought training was a great way to do that. So started training, really picking it up and, and the business has really grown. So that's really what I want to do. I want to continue training and traveling and making content i have a youtube channel that um has a decent following and yeah so yeah uh is mac the only player you train no so mac's my top guy i also have brendan hawson who's a freshman at villanova um remember the name he's i consider the best shooter in the country um i think we'll be what's seeing his name, his name? What's his name? brendan hawson so he's um He's a freshman at Villanova. He's from Texas. He uh he didn't play much because Villanova, it's hard to play as yeah. a freshman. But uh we'll be hearing his name uh in the draft in a couple of years. So keep that name in mind. And then I got a bunch of some other college guys. My guy Jack Forrest plays at Bucknell. Um bunch of high level high school guys in my area. I keep I keep my clients really tight. Like I don't like to spread myself too thin and I really prioritize the relationship over like just saying how I have a hundred clients. Like I'd rather have 25 players that are like my little brothers or my brothers. Like that's kind of how I operate. Um, and I found it to be pretty successful. So, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that. Like the way, the way you, you keep everyone close. You do that. Like I feel, I think, uh, who's it? Who trains Jimmy? You know, who trains Jimmy? I forgot his name. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. 
Chris Brickley. Yeah, Chris Brickley. Yeah, and, great. like, he has a lot of guys, but, like, I feel like for someone his size, which is a lot of people consider him to be one of, like, the best, doesn't really have that big of a following. Who so, doesn't? Chris Brickley? Yeah, I mean, I don't really I know. Is, sure. He has over a million followers. I think he he, he probably is the biggest I'm, following. I'm, I'm not saying following like that, like uh, guys working for him. Yeah, okay, I got like you, with, I got you. I got like you. Yeah, no, I, I noticed that too. I like how him and Jimmy like seem to have a really strong relationship. So, I mean, yeah. that's really cool. He's always but, had his games. He's always yep. – like, Oh, like I see that. Not like, yeah. So, um, you guys are you guys from Miami? Dolphins and yeah, Heat? we're from yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I go to Miami a couple times a year, so yeah, that's cool. Love it. Miami's, all, Miami's always nice. Yeah. So, um, I guess random question. We always got to switch up a little bit. For what's sure. your favorite movie? So my favorite movie of all time is Kicking and Screaming, uh, with Will Ferrell. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Kicking and Screaming. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like a kids movie. It's a soccer movie, but uh, my dad, brother, and I used to watch it like ten times a year growing up. It's just we think it's hysterical. So we gotta watch this. Michael, yeah, we gotta, gotta watch, watch it. This. It's it's like a yeah, well. it's a, it's kind of corny, but it's like a different type of humor. And it's just like all my inside jokes with my friends are from that movie. So it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. So um, what kind of mental preparation do you work with? With Mac, like with basketball, you always gotta, you know, mentally prepare them. Is it you? Do you do anything like that, or just yeah? Yeah. So I, I think I wouldn't say anything specific. I would say more so like being here, being there for him. So a lot of being a, a basketball trainer that people don't see is also being a life coach in a way. So like you're only really training on the court like an hour or two a day, but the other hours you're you're kind of you know, with him chilling in the in the apartment or traveling. So you got to make sure that he's sharp mentally. So I would just say, like, constantly checking in on him, asking how he's doing, you know, about his family, about his relationships, just different stuff like that, and making sure he's mentally sharp. Um, and really just being a, being a shoulder to lean on and a person to talk to. Um, and I think I've – that's what I've taken pride in and, and been able to build strong relationships with my guys because I'm always there to kind of talk to them. So – I would say that um, for the mental side, Max, Max really good. And like, he's, um, he's good at like being mentally, mentally tough on his own and like kind of, kind of handles that himself. Um, but yeah, just always being there for them really. Yeah. And when you're someone like that, you always got to take care of yourself. But um, when he, sure. when Mac went to the dunk contest, this, this is the question I've been waiting to ask you. Like, what was that like seeing him uh, fall out? It was, it was crazy. Wait, so how did you guys find me? Is that, did you see my video or? So I, I followed you on Instagram, right? And we've and we've been just like, whoever wants to come on, come on, basically. We've had a couple guys. Michael, so, do you remember everyone? We had some high school guys. We had some, like, yeah, football guys. Yeah, uh, high school players. High school players. Some, a few, like, I think one or two colleges and a couple, like, trainers and of that sort. So awesome. I saw you and, like, no, like, the bigger guys never answer. So you always got to, you know. Bro, just like, reach that, out to reach out to everybody. Don't don't care if they. Yeah, don't we, you we guys keep, are doing great. Yeah, you guys right are doing. We reach out to Mac yeah. next. You should. You should. Yeah, right after, right before this, I just I called up, I called up Michael. I called up two people. I called up Warren Sapp. He didn't answer. I got his number. <laughs> like we won't discuss how I got his number. We got That's I got that. his number and I called up um, Roger Mason. Play? Roger Mason answered. Shout out yeah. Roger, Roger Mason. Roger Mason, you answered. 
but you were when he was with his kids, so whatever. So yeah, Michael, you want to go? Yeah. So um, how do you? Uh, what, sorry. What, what was your reaction when uh when Mac won the dunk contest? How what was that? What was that? Like? Yeah. I didn't even really answer your question before, but yeah, no, Utah, Utah was crazy. Um, I actually posted a video on YouTube, like a 30 minute vlog about the whole experience. So if you guys want to go check that out, it's Danny Cooper basketball on YouTube, but like, honestly, it's, it's hard to describe like the weekend. So we got there I think on Thursday and it was pretty much nonstop from Thursday to, to Monday morning. And the, like leading up to the dunk contest, it was like a whole buildup. And then, like, I feel like we just almost blacked out during the dunk contest. It was crazy. Like, he didn't miss he didn't miss one dunk. Just crazy. And then, like, after he won, it was like everything changed. Like, famous people start coming up to him. Yeah. Like, and he was big before because he blew up in high school. But it was never really, like, that big. Yeah, it was, like, bouncing around, like, the – like, like, he was on a couple – like, Lakers. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. just, like – it, it it was so crazy that Saturday night, like when we got back to the hotel lobby, you had like Dominique Wilkins come up to him and just all these, these famous people asking him for photos, which was, which was, it was really cool, but it was, it was a surreal moment. And I'm, I'm blessed to have been a part of it. It was, it was a one of a kind weekend for sure. Yeah. Let me like build on that. Like watch, watching the dunk contest. I felt like he was like, he went out there to like prove something. Everyone else there was like, it was it was cute. That's all I can say. Uh, like, it it just wasn't anything special. I would say, and then he went out there like a hundred percent gonna yeah. And what like one more thing about what you're saying? How everyone was coming after you like one moment to the next, like right before. Nobody really knows about Mac McClung. I remember on ESPN, who's Mac McClung? And then they show a couple of highlights from the. High school making these dunks, and then suddenly right afterwards, everyone knows him. Like in your head, where I mean, you're not him, but like you watching this, what was that like? Yeah, I mean, he was. To be honest, so we had we had conversations. So we found that he was going to be in the dunk contest, and he kept saying he was like, you know, what, if we're going to be in it, we might as well go all out, and we might as well give everything we got. So he he really worked on it for, I would say almost two months, like whether not necessarily practicing the physical dunks, but we'd be on the phone almost every night. Like, yo, what do you think about this dunker? Like, is this good enough? Is this a 50 kind of went back and forth. And I think around a month before the actual contest, he came to visit me at school and kind of did the first trial runs of dunks. And then five days before we went down to the Delaware facility where he's on the Delaware blue coats yeah. And you'll actually see in the video, I show a little clip of us practicing. Um, yeah, so we were really prepared. Well, he was really prepared. We just kind of were there to help him. But uh, yeah, so he was ready. But the crazy part is we didn't know what to expect from the other guys. Like I, I was, I mean, people think that like he was a lock to win. But to be honest, I was nervous going into it. Like I thought, Trey, I mean, Trey Murphy had some solid dunks. Yeah. But. I mean, I thought him and KJ were going to bring out some fire, but I mean, I think, I don't know, Mac just shut it down and yeah, yeah the rest is history, really. Yeah, so. and and like Trey Murphy was taller, so like he didn't really have the same, like Mac was smaller, so with that, with those hops, you could do so much more. Trey was like, his dunks didn't look the same, like out of sight, and 
I think I had well, I was gonna ask you. I had one I had one good question for you. So Michael you <laughs> Michael you go oh I got it, I got it. So uh he just said today, I believe Mac was saying how he like he had a couple more dunks that he didn't even bring out. You like you you know about these? Wanna tell us what it was? Yeah, I, I mean I know about some of them. I can't I can't tell you what they were, but next time, next year. Yeah, I mean he he probably had like six to seven in the bag, and he only obviously could use four, right? So, yeah, that's so two, he's got three th- more. Yeah, got some more stuff, but uh, yeah, gotta save it. So yeah, we'll maybe see. next year. Getting this, like, I wouldn't be shocked if they want to bring him back. Yeah, we'll see what happens. He, so. he revived the dunk on this. That's what they say, but uh, no, I mean the main goal is really to to stick on an NBA roster. Um, that's you know the dunk contest was fun and all, but. Mac wants to be known as a as a true NBA player, and, and we believe that he he really is one. So, yeah, just keep working like, hard, and hopefully a team gives him a chance. So I mean, yeah, watch it. Like I I was I was looking through his stats like right afterwards. He's balling. Like I thought he was just a dunker, but he was he's balling out in the G League. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I that's something I didn't like expect. I don't. Yeah, why isn't he people, on a team yet? Ah, I, I mean. I couldn't tell you if it were if it were up to me, he would be. But uh, well, so he's on a two way with the 76ers. Yeah, the 76ers. But they haven't called him up yet to be able like to suit up and play yet. Um, but yeah, in the G League, he's been really unbelievable. I mean, he's averaging 20 points, five assists, I believe, on 57 from the field, 48 from three, um, and only 26 minutes a game. So the biggest, the biggest jump from his game this season was his efficiency so last year he averaged i think like 19 and 6 in 30 something minutes but he wasn't as efficient so i think he's really proven that no matter what role you put him in whether he comes off the bench whether he starts he can he can be a a game changer so i think it's only a matter of time before an nba team gives him a chance and the whole world gets to see yeah why like i don't understand why a team wouldn't you got a guy they just want like even if a team, not saying they should do this because I think Max Baller, but a team just wants like like a small team wants a guy on their team dunks, get some like get everyone hyped up, could drop some points, right? Like, why would he? Like, my, you're speaking yeah. my language. I've been saying that for a while. I think, I think. Yeah. Jersey. So when he won the dunk contest, the Delaware Bluecoats ticket sales, I believe went up like it was like six x or eight x, something crazy. Yeah. So. I think just from that standpoint, like he's a showstopper. Like people are gonna come to the games if he's playing, right? Yeah. But he's also good enough, and he's gonna make an impact. Like, yeah, he's better than a lot of guys in the league, in my opinion. But you just gotta trust God's timing, and and you just gotta, you know, stay the course with it. So yeah. And if he didn't get called up on the G League yet, you isn't there like a minimum amount of games that you could play? Yeah, forty-five in NBA, forty forty-five NBA, forty-five in the G League. Yeah. So the Sixers actually have. Six more games, so there's a chance that he he gets called up. He actually has his uh, conference semifinals for the Blue Coats tomorrow. Yeah, I was looking at that versus Cato. So we're hoping, hopefully, uh, uh, win the win the G League championship, and then see what happens from there. Yeah, Michael, you got anything else for him? You th- you think winning a G League? Uh, you think with like winning the G League uh, championship that can help him make the NBA, like get him a spot on the team? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think winning anywhere, you know, proves you're a winner. He's the the leader of the team, and um, with his numbers and efficiency, 
yeah, I mean, it can't hurt, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, thanks, Danny, for coming on. We really appreciate it. For sure. Thanks, like, really appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you.